let's do the clappy wappy. All right, one, two, three. You did it twice, didn't you? You're a nightmare. You, you did, did it. You did it twice. You just clapped twice. One, two, three. You've had enough clap, love. You don't need any more clapping in your life. Let me tell you. Christ, Christ. Get on with it. Do bloody introduction. I'll figure it out in post. Oh, I don't know why you're screaming. All right then. Well, welcome back to up the aft with this nasty bitch, Titty Cock. <laughs> <laughs> God, and this absolute disgrace of a woman, Miss Georgie Porgie. Oh, don't disgrace. The only thing yeah. I've disgraced recently is me labias. Case in point. Hold on a minute, you, you used to hold your breath during that whole song just because you needed to suck in for the corset? Or no, no, because I thought they'd be able to hear me, but I didn't realise you just edit that well, out. We can, we can hear you, that's what the listener doesn't realise, is all I get in the dead space of you is... <sighs> <laughs> Shut up! to silence that that's out, so that's why it takes me so long to edit edit uh, an episode to get on up for our lovely listeners every Friday which leads me on to our first point Miss Georgie Pudge oh is that no. I messaged you here we go I'll I'm quite on it and I'll say right nah. busy schedule busy busy gal I'm ready you know ready to record let me know when you are. I said this what what was this Sunday yeah Sunday night yeah I was like listen go we need to do it I've got an episode coming up I know busy week for me we've got to find all this time to figure it out left on red Left on red. Hi, you ready to record? Silence. She practically blocked me. Changed the number. Moved addresses. I will say that she did decide to do this at 4.51pm. She texted me saying, ready when you are. I understand there's time difference. Yeah. But you should be getting up at 4am to do this. If you were committed. Absolutely not. Because, well, how much are you committed to it then? I've been working... Because for the past three days <laughs> this week, you've left me on red. I've had zero response. That's not true, listener, and I'll post the receipts. <laughs> because I've literally been stomping around Canal Street for three days, working, oh. actually getting gigs on land, unlike some drag queens, Miss Titty Car Car. And therefore, well, it's nice <laughs> to know. It's nice to know the Yorkshire Rippers back in full, yeah, full force. But I don't, I don't just, don't just rip our, uh, our rim as well. <laughs> what Yorkshire the, rimmer? The Yorkshire rimmer. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> the Yorkshire rimmers on the uh, loose? Well, cheers! Now you're back in Manchester. Yeah, I know, Christ. girl. I know. Drop your Brazilian boyfriend like a sack of hot shit. What's he up to? That's not true. He's on the ship. I'm coming to visit him soon. I know. We did a tour yesterday together. Actually, it was very intimate very intimate but more on that later <sighs> so back what i was saying before <laughs> is that yes we i'm trying to record trying to ask when miss georgie porge is available but it's surprising actually for someone who's so unavailable and not busy she's still not doing any gigs you nasty cow if they they will follow me on instagram <laughs> and they will see i was booked and blessed i was busy 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 oh she's just having a big glug of her water look i'm professional should have done that before oh I'm just lubing my throat. So I'll tell you what I've got on. Mm. Actually, it's um, this gold lame, pronounced lame, uh, <laughs> pleated, almost chiffon, um, really very, very Mugler-esque kind of floor-length gown. Um, 
two thigh slits mm. for both of my thighs. A custom Laduka Laduka boot with a bit of embroidery on the toe. Ugh. Um, and no wig. No wig. No wig. No wig. Just the wig cap. It's very Doja Cat, the Schiaparelli. Oh, I saw that. That freaked me out. I wanted to pop a couple of them spots. I know, Christ. It's like, it's bad if you've got that phobia against holes and stuff, isn't it? That was terrible. Yeah, well, you haven't got that. No. (laughs) Have you ever seen, like, Dr. Pimple Popper or something? Oh, I'm obsessed with that. I reckon she had a massive pimple. Yeah, her head was a whole pimple. And they were like, well, we have to cover it up. (laughs) She was like, biggest day of her life. She woke up, massive spot on her face. They said, I know. We'll just cover you in them. Fuming. Well, Titty, I've got um, I've got something very interesting on today. Well, sure I've got the most gorgeous it. ginger and uh, blonde mullet that I did myself. Oh my god, I am not kidding. The amount of shit I got when you were on board about me not being able to style wigs, me not being able to do. And all you do is buddy sewing a bit of horse hair. Ah. Literally turn it upside down, shake it twice, and don't even glue it to your head. And apparently that's fashion. Don't think so. Don't you start. Do you know how many compliments I had on that wig? One. <laughs> so you had one compliment from that wig, and was it Bob? No, <laughs> Bob, because she had a matching one on. <laughs> It's a it's a very unique style, I must admit, and you know I'd I, I'd not be able to pull it off, but I wish you would pull it yeah, off. Yeah, well, you wouldn't even be able to put it on. Your head would be so confused <laughs> with the weight of an actual drag queen's wig. It would, <laughs> who wouldn't know what to do? Well, um, and then on the oh, on the bottom, God. I've got this gorgeous floor length cheetah print dress on because I'm all about the cheetah print now and it is skin tight I must admit and where you've got two thighs I've actually got three with me third leg so I've got three slits not even bothered to talk no I'll never and then on the bottom I've got a pair of um, the most gorgeous Louboutins on that I found down the charity shop but I can just see actually that little toe is just poking out the side it's just hooked over the the edge of the shoe because it actually quite small for your feet but you know get some airtime for that little toenail they're a child size four <laughs> so that's the struggle it's not the first time you've been in a child oh, anyway right move oh on. you're a nasty girl so tell me about this tour you went on i saw it all over instagram so we did we did a lovely tour we were in cozumel in mexico and we did a lovely tour around tulum oh my god it was traveling after traveling we got a 40 minute 40 minute boat over to the main island then we got a 50 minute car over to tulum then we got a 10 minute thing over to the other other thing and then we had to do another 15 minute journey over to where the actual we went to a caves, you know, under under the underground with all the stalactites and the stalactites yeah. fishnets. I'm a, I'm aware what a cave is. Yeah, well, I know you live in one. <laughs> we uh, we're walking through, you know, wading through water. Yeah. Um, with all, you know, beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous. We, you know, life jackets. We've got our helmets on, lights on our heads. I mean, it was very Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Mm. I must admit. Um, but it was obviously we were in such an intimate, close space. We just had to be. We had no other option than to be all over each other, you know, and I must admit your boyfriend was very, very handsy. Yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't need the extra help, but he, uh, very handsy, so. Oh, interesting, did he? Because uh, <laughs> I got a different report from him. Oh, you did? Yeah, from him was that you were very unfriendly to everyone <laughs> because you do think that you are a higher stature <laughs> because you have two portholes. Oh, he said that up. you had to get your own bus. You refused... <laughs> You refused to get into the public bus or the public boat, so you ended up on a jet ski. Yeah, um, private tour. Apparently, you you refused to eat the Mexican food. In fact, oh you spat. 
and pulled out an American Lunchable from your bag. No, it's more just, you know, eating stuff that wasn't Mexican because as we know, you are a bit of a racist. I've, I'll have you know, I've had, I've had some Mexican in me. <laughs> just last week oh my oh god gosh. listen to this so my friend richard he um was on ships for years like 10 years yeah. and he was married to another crew member yeah and um he walked into his cabin one day while he was meant to be working <laughs> and his his ex-husband was inside a mexican oh. guy <laughs> so my friend richard always gets drunk and he says you think your life is hard i had to pull my husband out of a mexican oh my god <laughs> Guacamole everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, so we had we had gosh. very well. That sounds nice. Very adventurous day. It was lovely. Yeah. It went quite. You know. You don't want to be claustrophobic down there. Christ. No. But, um, anyway, there we go. I mean, it's been all happening on the ship. I'll be honest. So I did. You know, I've got the show that I go on, and I did want to bring this up because you'll probably understand this as well. But being a drag queen, obviously in the UK, compared to being a drag queen or performing somewhere like America. It's so different, the audience response. So let me, I know we get, you know, tips aren't obviously obliged. No. You know, you don't need to tip on the ship. But some people still, you know, it's in the culture in America that they tip the drag queens. And I'm, for me, it's so, I don't expect it at all. You know, because in England, we it's just not a thing. Yeah. Um. So when people do, you know, it's it's amazing. But what I don't understand is, you know, drag queens in America walk around grabbing money. That's all they do for the number. We, you know, I'm, I've got shit to do. I'm busy. I'm kicking my leg. I'm running around screaming. I was in the middle of the bloody silks routine, and someone's there waving some money at me, like, "Oh, can you take it off me?" I'm like, "Where do no. you want me to put it, love? Where do you want me to put it? I got to use my hands." But and, and well, I she probably say, thought you know, she probably thought you could stick it under that wig. Yeah, maybe actually give it some, give it a bit of volume, you know, give it some height. <laughs> God. Yeah. But what I but what I will say is so, you know, every so often we get the odd, you know, one dollar, two dollar, whatever it was. But when I tell you, I don't know if it was something in the water or if it was just payday, because my God, it was they were throwing it from the balcony, crumpled up. No. Raining on me. There was a bit where I was on the floor, someone came over, dropped all these dollar bills on me. Honestly, I about made a good Three dollars sixty. There was yeah. one point someone threw a bit of loose change at me. Well, that, that's the funny thing you said about throwing loose change because the reason they don't tip in the UK is because it would be pound coins being thrown at a drag queen. It would. I mean, I'll take a good pound in any day, but yeah, not to the face. Not that. But you know, it is interesting because I did massively struggle when I first started performing in the US. I was like, I've not got time to be picking up dollars. I mean, I wouldn't call it performing, would you? I oh, call it performing. Do you know what, Titty? I was a drag queen on ships before you even knew what ships were, darling. Well, that's because you've got 20 years senior on me. Oh, has it? <laughs> but, um, but no, seriously, it is stressful grabbing the dollars. I just give up. I just stop grabbing them. I just want to swing my arms back in a windmill. Yeah, I end up throwing them on you, and then obviously our lovely tech team pick them up and gather them up. But honestly, I really appreciate it. But again, just so so oblivious to it all mm. but anyway that was that was it the i'm a, a queen a tipping queen now yeah oh, just the it. tip darling well you're going back to europe soon so don't get used to it that's it the money will have run dry but anyway there we go Did you hold your breath for that one as well? Yeah, always. I wish you would. Shut up. Breath bloody stinks. Right, so obviously sleeping on, you know, you mentioned my, my portholes and my position on the, you know, in the cabin. Um, and I've, I've got uh, something to admit. We, the past few, well, the past week or so, 
because being on a ship, you know, you get all these vibrations sometimes, and you get yeah you know, these odd noises and clanks. And Christ, it's like living in a literally living in a, a workyard mm. sometimes. So I'm, and the past, it's happened three times in this past month, right? Is when I'm getting getting ready for bed, and I'm in between that stage of being awake and not fully asleep, but you know, you kind of a bit, you're on the way there, right? And for whatever reason, whenever they turn the thrusters on or whatever they do, the whole room kind of shakes and it's like yeah. this, this slow vibration lull. Now, I don't know what it is about that, whether it sends my body into a hip, hypnotic state or, you know, it's the perfect combination of me being just slightly conscious, this whole vibration of my body. But I've been having sleep paralysis for the past no. three times. Wait, what does sleep paral- paralysis mean? So basically, I don't know if it is sleep paralysis or not, but... I'm asleep, and then you know the feeling of someone in the room, and it's not just a kind of like, oh, I think someone's in it. It's a feeling of like I can oh feel gosh. someone else's presence two centimeters away from my face, and it's that kind of it is, and that's like the paralysis kind of thing where like you can't move, you can't speak, you can't open your eyes, and you can just you're still kind of conscious enough to feel that there's someone walking towards you from the door, and then I'm thinking I'm like hold on a minute, the door's locked, there's no one in here. But for like maybe five or ten seconds, it's the feeling of somewhat, you know, like the intrusion that someone's in walking towards you. Uh. Not only that, get this, here's the gag and twist of the goo. Well, the second time, it same again, the vibrations of the ship, I was in that kind of mid, you know, on the way to sleep state. In my mind, I felt someone was in the room, they were walking towards me. And for some reason, it was this girl with a cup of boiling hot water. Yeah. Didn't see it. Still had my eyes closed, but this is just what I thought. She went to throw it on me, and it jolted me awake, the feeling of having this kind of burning water on me. Yeah. Um, obviously, no burns, but it was the shock, you know, the sensation of that I just had burning water thrown on me. Woke up straight away, and then, you know, perfect, back to normal. No, everything's fine. Oh, my God. Can you believe God. that? That's terrifying. It's like nightmares, but feels real. It genuinely feels real. And like, you're paralysed, you can't do anything. At first, I thought you'd taken the plane over and just locked, you know, unpicked the lock in my door, come over, just throw a cup of boiling hot water on me. Yeah, well, I would. The thing is... You'd do that as well. It definitely is a dream as well, because there is no way, regardless of gender, that there's anyone coming in your room... (laughs) Apart from your maybe your cabin host, because you are so disgusting that no one would ever (laughs) listen. They come in here, they see they see the fur throw, they see the ninety dollar blissy pillows, the gold pillows, and they say, "Look at this absolute raging homosexual!" And they run. I just know the smell in there as well. Poor Carlos, the Uber driver's got to move back into that room. Well, the state that he left it when I came in, Christ, anything would be better than what bloody he left it for me. I had to rip the whole carpet up and replace Shut it. I don't up. know what you did. That's what you made your pajama party costume out of that carpet. Yeah, that's mm. right. Well, gorgeous. I have to ask you: Have you ever seen Nighty Night? Oh my god, have I ever seen Nighty Night? This is—I can't believe we've never spoke about this before. But when I tell you, it is one of my all-time favorite series. Um, the darkest humor ever. Um, obsessed, absolutely obsessed with it. And this is what I was saying: is it? I think it's Julia Davis, isn't it? Or yeah, I think Julia it Davis has yeah. her own podcast, Joan and Jericho. It's so incredible, funny. yeah, incredible. But yeah, Nighty Night, obsessed. I didn't realise you'd watch it as well. But well, oh the reason I watched it, I watched it within two days. There's not that many episodes. It's like twelve episodes or something. Have you only just recently watched? I it? for the first time. Yeah. Oh, it is an absolute classic. Thoughts, feelings, considerations. What do you think? 
I loved it. And I watched it for a reason. And the reason was, is because... Me and Barb got to work with her oh, over the weekend. Really? You didn't tell me this? On a project, because I didn't know who she oh. was. As, and as I did know oh who she God, was Georgie. of Gavin and Stacey. So Barb made me This watch. is the, the only time I'll be jealous of you. I know. The only time. Yeah, so obviously I can't really tell you what the project is. It's a bit of a secret, but obviously we can say that it was with Julia Davis. She was there. A few other... Honourable mentions for how, how was it? How was it working with her? It was amazing. Yeah. She was so funny oh, and so nice. I'm obsessed, honestly. I, I, my favourite scene is when she's working in um, Beauty by J- by Jill. Yes, and yeah. and the the woman starts falling off the chair, and she goes, she <laughs> she goes, Joy, can you see to my falling lady, please? Yeah. <laughs> And then she takes the money out of the purse. If you've not seen Nighty Night, go out and watch it. It's absolutely, it's a work of art, truly. Are you Kath? Are you Kath? And the reason I thought of it just now (laughs) is because you said about someone being in your bedroom while you're asleep, but the character Jill is obsessed with this disabled woman and her husband. And there's a scene where she's um, in their bedroom at night and they turn the lights off and she starts heavy breathing. She's just for attention. She's like... (laughs) And then when they turn the light back on, she goes silent as if it wasn't her. She goes, night then. (laughs) That's you on the mic, honestly. Oh, it was... Oh my God, Nighty Night is fabulous. I also started watching Sally Forever, which is her newer one that's on Sky. Oh, see, I've not seen that. And they're basically, she's okay. she's a she's a raging lesbian. Right. And um, she basically does the same thing. She infiltrates someone's life, mm. makes them leave their partner and blah, blah, blah for her. And she moves in. And It's a bit like you actually, isn't it? Sorry? A bit like you, just infiltrating everyone's life, stealing the boyfriends and moving on. Hmm. <laughs> Shut up, Titty. Right, well, Titty, yeah. I think I can see something uh, floating in over there. I think I can as well. Let me just reach reach out my porthole and grab it. There we go. All oh, right, I've got it. Quick, I'll open the bottle. There we go. Oh, 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 God. Let me get that. Let me get that paper out and Bam. send it over to you. Have you got right. it? Oh yeah, a paper aeroplane for you. Oh, I yeah. just caught oh, it. Catch it. Okay, yeah, I've got it. Right, this is our little message in a bottle. So someone was obviously needing some advice, so they've uh, you know asked us for some advice, and here we are. Here so we go on, are. We'll read it out. Well, this says, "Hi, you girls." <laughs> <laughs> this says, "Hi, you girls. My name is Sally, and mm. uh, I'm from Titty Fartshed." All oh, right. Well, that sounds gorgeous. Titty Fartshed. Well, it's up north. <laughs> Yeah, it must be. Whenever there's an ugly name like that, it's up north. Pack it in now. And this says, I need your help. I am a single woman in an office full of married men. Ooh. Oh, dear. There have been multiple occasions where multiple of the men have flirted with me. And uh, even a few of them asked me for drinks. Ooh. Now, the thing is... I have taken them up on this a few times, and with the 50 men that work in my office, I have slept with 48 of them. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. dear. Sally, Sally, Sally. Just like most people, we're having our Christmas due in February to save costs of having it over Christmas. Right. And therefore, I'm about to meet all 48 of the wives at the same time oh, in the same nightmare. place. My question is to you, girls what do I do? Do I go in? 
and you know be proud they might be suspicious already a few of them i've heard their husbands say that they're suspicious of them they're all gonna know it's me i'm the only woman in the office help me oh gosh well salah salah thank you first of all for trusting us with this problem yeah salah salah and what i will say salah salah is that Sally? <laughs> I've lost my train of thought now. Well, first of all, I, I think congratulations, forty-eight. Oh yeah, she's only got two left. Two to go. That's it. What's what's stopping the the two to go? But what I will say, okay, so maybe maybe going, they're gay. Maybe. So she's going to a Christmas party and she's a bit overwhelmed with all of these wives. I just say, get yourself dolled up. Go to Jill's Hair and Beauty. Look absolutely fabulous. And then when you turn up, they'll all be jealous. Yes. They'll all be jealous. I agree. I'm going to guess Sally is a bit younger than the rest of the men. Right. And a couple of daddies. And I think she should go in there. And this is my advice. Look gorgeous. Have your tits out. If you don't have tits, have your bum out. Whatever. Now, what I do actually is to stir the pot. Yeah. Bring a positive pregnancy test. (gasps) Yes. Play spin the bottle. And just watch them squirm. Who's it going to be? Mm. And if they've not, you know, the two out of 50 men, they're going to be fine. Or, in the, you know, just like Jill does in Nighty Night, if you've seen it, have a fake pregnancy. You should arrive yeah. with a four-month bump. Turn up to the Christmas party, full-size baby bump. Oh. Quite the conversation starts. And really. then when the girls ask, say, oh, is it, who, whose baby is it? You just say... Oh, I'm not sure. There was a few men in the picture at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it happened at work. And then make eye contact with every man in the room. Fierce. Or even point. Say names. You could go around and say each. Or do the I'm a celebrity Bush took a trial. Oh, my God. It could be you. It could be you. Yeah. I would go. Do it for the drama. I would go around to each wife and say a different husband's name. So they all think it's a secret. Yes. And then they all talk, but then all of them find out at the same time that their husband, you know. Right. Because the husbands deserve Could it. They're the ones that love that. The ones that cheated. Absolutely. That's right. Well, there you go. That's what to do, Sally. That's what that's all we get in Salah. Get on eBay, Sally, buy yourself baby bump and have a great time at your Christmas party. Yeah, you can even make one out of bit a bit of your sofa foam. <laughs> Right, Tits. Well, if you do want to uh, send us a message in a bottle and get some advice, and you can do so by, um, you know, writing on a piece of parchment, sticking it into a bottle and throwing it into your local sea or pond. That's right. I mean, saving that, you can always just send us a message on Instagram at UpTheAft, and we will do our best to get back to you and give you all the unsolicited advice that you never asked for. So that's how to do that, yes. Perfect. Thanks, Tits. Well, thanks, Salah. Well, thanks, Sally. Tell us how it goes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just in time for Valentine's Day as well. Do you have any do you have any plans? What what's happening on the agenda for you? Well, obviously I'm apart from my betrothed. <laughs> um and so I'm in the UK and he's in the US. So um actually he doesn't even listen to the podcast, so I can tell Just you. Just as well, really. Um I'm going to send a package. I try this is something to say. I tried to send this package to the US yesterday in Manchester. And the Royal Mail yeah, I was had a cyber say, attack. I was going to say this. I was saying, because I was like, what's going on with Royal Bloody Mail? Because I ordered a wig from the UK. Surprise, surprise. And it was just like, if you're ordering outside of the UK, it won't get there because Royal Mail's, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's not doing it. And I thought, hold up a minute. I'm going to be bored. That's why I'm bored. Yeah. The wig's not arrived. Basically, a Russian group 
went in to the machines at Royal Mail. Yeah. And they did a cyber attack. So they sent all of the mail to different places. Oh. So that's why. So I went in there and he was like, no, you can't send it to the US. He, and I said, well, is there any other companies? Oh he God. said, Parcel Force. Oh, God. So there's no... I travelled then on that day back to the Isle of Wight. Yeah. There isn't a bloody Parcel Force on the Isle of Wight. There's barely an Asda. Yeah, well, quite. Absolute carpet madness. Well, I know FedEx. Sending it through FedEx, I think you can get it over. But, my, oh, God, this is this is fucking interesting conversation, isn't it, Christ? But, yeah, I mean, bloody hell, pull your finger out, Royal Mail. Yeah, pull your finger out, because I want to put my finger in. That's and it. the only way I'm going to get that is if nice Valentine's Day, you know? Well, they've been on bloody strike for the past two weeks, so Christ knows what's going to happen. But, well, fingers crossed it makes its way over the pond oh, to your beloved. Yeah, me too. But, wait, well, do you have any plans, Titty? Yeah. Because I know um, you're very lonely. Yeah, I'm going to cry in a corner ah. and down, down a bottle of gin. But, well, half a bottle of gin that you got for Christmas. Half a bottle of gin that I got for Christmas. That's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> well, Tits, I think i better go. Right, are you off? Yeah, I'm off. I've got things to do, people to see. Well, you en- you enjoy your time off. I'm going to be uh, working tirelessly trying to get this episode together and out for Friday. So. Oh, d- well, what else are you going to be doing today? Titty. Name the work commitments you've got today. I've got the bloody show. That's what I've oh, got. Oh, do you? I, I feel bad now. And shower. Anyway. Anyway. Right. Not too long till I'm coming back, so I'll see you soon anyway. I can't wait. Well, Titty, um, where can they uh, find us on uh, on social media? Well, they can't find you, or better yet, they shouldn't. But if you want to follow me on Instagram, that's yeah, Titty. Car, car, yes, car, meaning car. shit. And um, you can find me <laughs> at Miss Georgie Porgy UK. That's right. She's never done a gig outside of the country. There we go. You nasty cow. Right. We'll follow us on all of our socials and also at Up the Aft. And new episodes come out every single Friday. That's right. Send us a message. Leave us a review. Let us know what's going on. We'll see you next see week. See you next week. Well. Bye. Bye. Hold your breath. Go oh, on. Yeah. 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 Oh god, I need to get upstairs with a bottle of bleach. I still smell like the northern people. Oh, throw it in a box and fuck it.